about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 72 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Show some respect, guys. I know Tata's oh. in the building. I know Messi just got here. But let's do everybody a favor, okay? Show some fucking respect. Uh, I think what you should be showing respect to is the homegrowns, which you disrespected last episode. But It's a beautiful uh, shirt, by the way. Beautiful shirt. You, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get too deep into the homegrowns because, I mean, I mean, they're, they're going to be an afterthought after this week because everybody's going to be talking about Messi, but you just got to respect them. Uh, yes, uh, I do apologize. We apologize. We figured that a lot of people might be watching the Gold Cup game. It's the semifinals, right? We, we get to the finals if we win today. but So we figured we'd push it back half an hour, give the game a chance to end. But it's still, last time I checked, 0-0. Zero, zero. So we're not going to keep waiting to, for it to go to extra time and penalty. So we just decided to go live anyway. So we're sorry for the wait. Yeah. But what's going on, Chris? Listen, I'm excited, right? We got a big game on Saturday against Indiana Vasilev. So here we go. Vasilev versus Messi, even though Messi's not going to play. But I just thought that that would be nice to put up there. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. And uh, and then we got Sunday, baby. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I I just realized you can't see. I, I'm nice. rocking my I'm rocking my Harry Potter uh, lightning bulb. Nice. It's, yeah. Uh, today was the last chapter in the final movie of Harry Potter. Me and the kids and my wife, the narrator, basically, she read helped read the books. Uh, for the last year, we were watching Harry Potter with the kids, and today we finally finished. It took us a, a full calendar year to read through them. I'm rocking the the lightning bolt, so it's 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 a sad day in the in the Granada household, but we move on now. Chris, well, I know you like. Be, shouldn't there be another movie, by the way? No, no, that's it. We we finished the seventh book, and the seventh book was split into two movies. We watched both those movies, and uh, I mean, I heard that there's gonna be like spinoff shows where they're gonna redo the show and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and we know that there's a, a Broadway play, and we're gonna look into that. Uh, see if we could take my daughter because she's become a, a big, big Harry Potter fan over the last year. So, um, but anyway, getting back onto the Inter Miami front. Um, so today was a big day, right? Messi mania yeah. has officially started yesterday. I mean, things have changed. You had helicopters flying over the stadium. You had paparazzi chilling out somewhere in that airport, watching like creeps while Messi got off the plane with his family. Started walking in. Supposedly, he trained. I don't even know if it was a full training. Maybe he just did like some videos and like promo pictures and stuff. But yeah, he, he was in the stadium today. Uh, apparently, from what Joseph said, they, the players didn't meet with Messi today. I don't know if he's officially signed quite yet. So I don't know if he can do all that stuff. But I mean, he's here. That's it. Messi mania has begun because he is in the city and he is in the stadium. How are we feeling about that, Chris? Excited? Listen. I'm feeling, of, of course. I mean, who isn't excited to have the best football player to ever play on a pitch? Look at that. Right. I just Thank hit you, two of Thank Yeah, you, George. George, we're going to get to you in a second. But before we do, I want to give a shout out to Sid Day. 
listening live from India. Thank you so oh, much. What's going on yeah, today? That's dope. And then we also have uh, Santi, which he's uh, listening from Houston, Texas. Houston. Thank you for the shout out. And then Lucas, of course, chiming in. Good evening, fellas. Right. But let's get back to just. What... I just want to put it out there. I don't think it's any coincidence that today is listening after the homegrowns kind of went ahead and put on a show this past weekend. You know, this is what he's here for, right? To talk about uh, Noah Allen and, and Kramaski. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. He wants to know all about Frey. Frey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's he's, what trying to learn a, he's trying to learn about boat right. <laughs> so and and just to just to, to just to tickle a little bit, I decided to say two soccer phrases with football and pitch. So, getting started on a good roll here. Um, yeah. yeah, man, Messi is. I mean, we're talking about bringing the best soccer player ever, right? Uh, arguably, uh, into MLS, right? And and by the way, I just want to mention because I mean George wants to come at me with this uh, with the HGs. Let me tell you something, George. Get out of here. Okay. And I'm saying that specifically because my wife was making fun of me because I always tell people to get out of here. But you, George, you, you, get out of here. Okay. Well, I, I think this you know whole world stuff, I, I, I understand the love, people guys. Come, no, but I, I've had a few people contact me through direct message or whatnot and ask me if Chris is being serious or if he's just putting on for the show. No, yeah, no, Chris is I really an totally idiot. Serious. He really is an idiot. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, not this, an like, idiot. What you see is what you get. Like, he, listen, he does have this, these dumbass takes? Listen, shout out to Mike V, listening <laughs> from the mom's basement. Listen, you got you get love too. Okay, right? he, Mike V is is going to be one of the top chatters here. Okay, um, one thing that I gotta mention is I'm not. I'm just gonna preface this by saying I have no hate towards the homegrown. Okay. I don't hate them. I think the sky's the limit with these guys, okay? But let's call a spade a spade here. If it wasn't for people being injured or dropping to their death, these guys, most of them, would not see the field. That's how most things work, though, in sports. Bro. Well, but, like, I mean, and then on top of that, you have Javi Morales, the number one babysitter of all time. I, maybe I'm a little drastic. I try not to put on a character. Here, I try to be as real as possible, and it seems like I'm but putting you on a are character. a character, though. Like, I, you, I, Chris himself, you have to understand if you're listening and if you're new, and we appreciate you. Hopefully, you stick around, you will get to know that Chris in himself is just a character. So, it, that, that's just who Chris is. Not, well, that, listen, not that it's a bad thing, but he is it's not when he, when he chooses a side, he will dig his heels in and die on that side. And the more we kind of gang up on him i guess you could say no the more he'll it. dig it's his heels in. yeah it, it's horrible it's horrible <laughs> it's not horrible it's a beautiful thing I'm and sure your wife loves that it's sometimes and look i'm right and you guys are wrong and that's the bottom line get out next topic all right so well i mean if you see across the, the bottom it says Messi's officially here so i guess yes, let's, let's get is. a couple of, let's get a couple of messy it, things uh out the way First, when do you think Messi starts training with the team? His first game is slated to be on the 21st, which is next Friday. Today's the 12th. That is nine days away. He didn't practice today, so he has eight days. He's not going to obviously practice all eight days. Do you think he starts practicing tomorrow? Because my understanding is he put pen to paper already, right? Did I hear that correctly? 
I don't. I, I mean, I don't know if he actually put pen to paper, but I did see someone break the news. I think it was Nico, if I'm not mistaken. Um, basically mentioning that on Monday he is going to be available to press and to be able to train, which is weird because like he's being presented on Sunday, but Monday would be the day that he is going to actually train for the first time. All right. So hypothetically, he trains for four days with the team, with the game yep. being on Friday. Yeah. Lucas is he's not uh, doubling he's... down with me. Okay. He's not running out there 90 minutes on Friday. I don't so, believe so. So if you had to bet money, would you bet that he starts the game and gets subbed out the 60th minute? Or do you think he comes on this 55th, 60th minute and finishes the game? You know, it's 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 crazy that you mentioned that because I was thinking, you know, before it's uh it, it would be hands down, I think he should start. But then imagine the roar in the crowd when he comes off the bench. Because I mean everybody's on Miami time, right? Because nobody's gonna get there on time on time. Well, people will be there be... on time. No, people will be there on time for that game. You think so? You think 100%, so? You... Without a doubt so... in my mind. You don't think that everybody would be more gassed if he gets let off the bench within like 20 minutes? If you're talking about a, a moment, right? Like you want to create a moment? Yes. I think the moment would be a lot more TV special, right? If he comes on, as soon as you see that he's about to check in, the crowd goes crazy. The camera spans to him and then they span across the stadium while everybody's yelling. That yeah. is more of a special moment than him just standing in center pitch and kicking the ball off, right? Because everybody's energetic, but it does it's not uh, just a singular moment. But that yeah. singular moment when he walks in and walks up to check in, that oh, moment no, everybody is, will be they're, they're all their those pants are soiled. 30 to 60 seconds will be crazy energy unless you're getting your ass kicked, right? Unless you're getting your ass kicked. So I, I do agree. Now. If you uh, me too, if you are like banking on that like you want that one special moment i agree maybe he subs in but i think that it, it's more likely that he starts and then he gets subbed out early that's that, that's what i would think one thing i want to mention here because hazel asked me already who's my favorite player from inter who's not injured Emerson robert Rodriguez. taylor well yes correct but he's not here so he, but he is an inter man player he's here so yeah i guess i guess but he's not here <laughs> but i'm talking about in a jersey I'd say Taylor is my favorite player, and I'm going to tell you guys something. I think that Messi is going to have a blast. If he gets a chance to play with Taylor on the same on the same field, I think that he is going to have a blast with Robert Taylor. I think so we're going to have I, that conversation because I think Robert Taylor might be left out of, of, of a lot of I, I think so too, but if, the, if it does happen, I believe that that's going to be amazing. Now, uh, Lucas is mentioning traffic is going to be hell. Listen – Park in the orange lot. I got out of there in five seconds. I actually parked in the yellow lot last time, and it took me 45 minutes. Keep telling everybody to park in the orange lot, and you won't be getting out of there in five minutes anymore. Yeah, oh, man. Okay, guys, park in the green lot, okay? <laughs> Get all the all right. green lot passes you can. Where is Busquets? Now, I know uh, we saw Nico put something out earlier. Um, what was it that he put out? Because I know he put out some specifics, and I forgot what was it that he said about Busquets. Did he say he was arriving before Sunday? Uh, I believe that he, yeah, I believe he said that he was going to arrive before Sunday. Um, I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't really care when the hell Busquets get he- gets here. Like, he's going to get here before Sunday. There's no way they're going to have the unveil without him, right? I would assume so, but I don't know. Yeah. Everybody's telling me that he has problems with his papers or his work papers. or I don't know. This whole um, thing has come together so quickly that it's starting to, to worry me a bit. So Steven Gomez here is commenting that he's heard he's landing on Saturday. Lucas also is stating that he arrives on Saturday. Um, so there we go. Saturday is the day. He's literally not even going to have a full 24 hours until he's like on a pedestal in the middle of Dry Pink Stadium. Which I wanted to mention a comment by Mike. If I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it here, so why, why you uh, why you look for it? I wanted to address real quick. Uh, Broad Heron yeah. said, "What about uh, Jordi Alba?" My understanding is that he is expecting a newborn baby, and because of that, he might not be around this weekend. Now I don't know if that affects his status for the 21st. It might. I'm not sure that I haven't heard, but I have heard that he might not be here this weekend because he is an expecting father. Now I don't know if that's his first. You know, if if it's third or fourth, you know, after that, it's not that special anymore. So maybe he'll miss it. But I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. What were you gonna say? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think in terms of Jordi Alba. That guy's flying coach here, right? Like he's not getting private jets. He's not flying first class. Like he's getting the coach treatment, right? He might be flying in with the freaking baggage. I think you might be underestimating Jordi Alba, bro. I guess. Whatever. So Mike V mentions here, that's the issue. You think he's going to want to come in if we're trailing by two or three goals? Listen, I mean, at this point, if he signs that He's going to have to. He's it doesn't matter. To. He has to, right? Has but to. imagine that, Mike V. Imagine that, right? He comes on. We're getting our asses kicked, right? Messi just storms on the field and then scores like five goals or at least attributes to five goals. What? That is amazing. Like well, that's not gonna happen. that would be that, what do you mean it's not going to happen? Messi had like three goals like in 5 minutes a couple games ago, didn't he? No. There was a game that he did have like a hat trick recently. Maybe but not in 5 minutes. Uh, oh my god, Hazel. That is a great <laughs> question right there. His Uh for those listening on audio, Hazel asked, "Danny, is Bad Bunny singing the national anthem?" I don't think so. Now, I will tell you, before Franco Panizo put out that tweet that it, that there's a possibility that you might see Bad Bunny, Maluma, and, um, and Shakira there, I thought that there was a solid possibility. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Lucas just updated us that Panama scored. Um, I thought there was a, poss- uh, a serious possibility that Maluma and Shakira would be people because they're constantly in Miami. Maluma loves soccer. Um, I thought that that was a really possible get. The Bad Bunny thing, I never would have guessed that. Is that going to happen? Nothing official has been put out there. Everybody's been speculating that they're trying, but nothing official is out there. Maybe they want to keep it that way because if they were to find out, people would find ways to kind of sell their tickets, meet up with them in person yeah. and like, walk them in or something because that's going to become an even hotter ticket for Sunday because not only are you getting to see Messi for the first time, but you get to see Bad Bunny, which is probably the biggest musical artist and right Shakira. now in the world. My wife told me that Shakira is also going to be there. Oh, but Shakira and with a bunch is, of Spaniards, she's going to stick it into Pique. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, But um, 
I, I do think that oh, okay. And somebody just said Bad Bunny is a huge Messi fan. That's, yeah, I, I wasn't aware. That's news to me. But well, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm I'm excited. Now I did want to go to Richard Greenberg real quick. He said, "Will you be boys be wearing a Messi Inter Miami jersey?" Now a couple of things. First, I always said that I was never gonna buy a Inter Miami jersey with a name across the back. Because, I mean, I didn't think that there would be any player that sticks around long enough to be worthy of it, right? In MLS, just like in, in just soccer across the world, players come in and out, right? So I usually don't. But because it's messy and you could consider that he's the greatest of all time, I, I, I'm considering getting a messy jersey. I also would probably just be wearing a lot of the battered fans, you know, Inter Miami and Messi shirts. But... If I do get a jersey, I might get Messi on the back. Now, those jerseys are probably going to be hard to come by because I'm assuming they're going to be flying off the racks. As soon as they yeah. go on sale online, flying off the racks. Now, I do know that the flagship Adidas store in Soho in Manhattan already has them on sale. I saw a few pictures floating around there, but uh, I'm considering it. I'm definitely considering getting a Messi jersey. Chris, you getting Can a nice I Messi jersey? Uh, you know what? I, I kind of want to follow what you say where it's like, if you're going to get somebody's name on the back of a soccer jersey, and I didn't really understand it until you told me, like, you know, soccer players really sometimes, I guess, interchange with other teams often that they get, you know, changed over a lot or whatever. All they don't the really sit with the team. Right. And so at this point, like, I mean, we're talking about Messi here. Whether he plays three years or five minutes, like just the fact that he's with the team, I think you got no other choice but to get a Messi jersey. I agree. You got no other choice. And I want to mention something before we move on here. Um, somebody here in the chat uh, mentioned, uh, let's see here, that Jordy is flying spirit. I a thousand percent believe that, James. A thousand percent <laughs> believe that. You guys, he is wait, definitely, wait. You guys are going to put some a, Jordy out. He has, a con, he has two connecting flights. One of them is in <laughs> Dallas, Fort Worth, right? He is... For sure, on a spirit. You guys are gonna start putting some respect on Jordy's name real quick. I bet you. I bet you. Let's put it. I'm gonna put it out here. If he starts the same game as Messi, how much do you want to bet he gets an assist before Messi does? I mean, Messi might be the one scoring the goal, but I, I promise you, you Jordy, say... Jordy gets an assist before Messi. Who wants to put five take? bucks on that? Anybody want to put a Starbucks? Put a Starbucks gift card on that. Who Should wants to bet me? I'll bet that? anybody. And if I lose, I'll buy you a beer at the game. Actually, no, I'm lying. I won't buy you a beer. Those shoes are expensive as fuck. But I'll buy you something. I'll, I'll figure a something. Starbucks, a Starbucks $5 Look, gift card. And so then, they said that, that they, they already got the, the the bootleg versions over there in India. Uh, $5.50. I don't know how much $5.50 is it. I wouldn't imagine that that's like dollars. Like It can't be $550. Like I'm assuming there's some type of a exchange there. I'm not sure what... Uh, that rate is, but that's that's crazy if it's a, it's a knockoff. Um, but yeah, man, I've seen. It, 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 I saw I saw pictures day, of people. Today. I saw people in Colombia rocking the Messi jerseys already. Like I've seen it in a lot of places around the world. Like it's not just like the United States. Around the world, everybody's rocking into Miami gear, which is what into Miami wanted. That's what Jorge Mas wants. He wants a global brand, and Messi hasn't even taken an official picture with the jersey yet. And we're yeah. already a global brand. We got Sadeh from India joining us. We got, uh, oh, my God, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. But from Houston joining us. Like, whether it's spreading across this country or across the world, Messi has made Inter Miami a global brand. 
And USA has just tied the game 1-1 Ferreira. And uh, like I said, we couldn't wait for, for this game. To end. It's probably going to end up going to PKs. So um, I'm missing it. I'll catch the, the replay, I guess, I, later. Hey, I just want to say that – I just want to say – uh, before I wasn't gonna say this, but now I am. I guess we're good luck because we we tied the game, so USA is coming back. So that means that the battered herons are good luck. They also scored on us since the show started. Yeah, but now we scored though, so like we're kind of good luck. That's we're just kissing how, sisters. Like, That's hey, just what we do. I guess whatever. Now <laughs> Hazel mentioned here. Uh, let's go battered herons tifos. Danny and I were talking about that. If anybody else sits in one twenty four and wants to help us. So we can suffocate the entire 124 section. Let us know. We'll work in tandem and we will suffocate. I know we already got Rob Wise. I know we can got we, Hazel. Can we talk about that actually? Uh, not the not the TIFO so much, but and then we'll move on to other stuff. I'm sorry, guys. I know we got caught up with a lot of this nonsense, but we're, we're, I, I do want to talk about this. When Messi arrived yesterday. There was a small group of fans that were waiting in the stadium. I don't know if they thought that they were actually going to oh, see him. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they did. did. Do you remember what their name was? They, they Supposedly, they're, they're, they're trying to become a supporters group. I forget what their name was. I don't the, know. The, mes, the Messiahs? The Messiahs? The, the Messiahs? I don't know. Who? I don't know. If this becomes a supporters group, which I don't think it can because I think you need a lot more numbers. If it does, Chris, I say we do an unofficial supporters group of the battered yes. herons on the south side. Because at this yes. point, they're just letting anybody become a supporter group. Yeah, I mean, like, who, you know, everybody is being a supporter group. Like, these guys literally just came out of, like, a dungeon with their with their Fugazi messy shirt jerseys, whatever and they got on. I have no issue with it. I just went, when, and I don't know. It was just going the on. Messiatics? On oh, my God. Imagine. Look, There's and, no and, way. And I understand. Dirty. Look, I get both sides. I, I've been one of the first to say back in November when we had some people on, they're like, oh, we don't want Messi to come. A lot of bandwagon fans. I welcome everybody. I want there to be more fans. I want this team to grow. I want that stadium to be full. And if it takes Messi, I promise you a small percentage, even if just a small percentage of those fans that came for Messi might stay after he leaves. And I'm okay with that. But to make a supporters group in our stadium for Inter Miami, but it not be directed for the club or the badge. That's kind of weird. I, I that I'm not a fan of, right? So Let's, I'm yeah. I bring all the fans you want, but to try to make a supporters group for a player in the club stadium, I think that's a little weird. I, I wasn't a fan of that, and and whatever. And Lucas is mentioning that he got attacked, literally jumped, for calling them shameless. Starting a supporters group strictly for Messi. Let me tell you something, Lucas. Let me tell you something. You are a thousand percent correct. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's about the badge, Danny. It's not yes, about the Messi. I wouldn't, but okay? I wouldn't call it shameless so or disgrace. Get that you, stuff out of here. Messi to some, especially Argentinians, like that guy's like a god to them. So I, I, I get it. I, I get it because. They're quote unquote God, right? Like in quotation marks, right? Because I understand that it's a figure of speech, but he's coming to play by where a lot of them live. So that has to be like almost an out of body experience, right? That they're going to be able to see him on a consistent basis. So I get it. So I, I don't want to call it a disgrace. I don't think it's a disgrace. I think it's overzealous fandom. And I, if they're just doing it and they're just going to be a, a, a cute little group that goes to the stadium together, that's cool. If they actually get supporters groups members and like supporter group 
privileges, then I think that's a little outlandish. But I, I, like I said, I think they need a lot more members, and that's probably not going to happen. But I was hearing that that's what they that they want to do. Now, if that's true, if it's not true, I take it all back, and and I didn't mean anything I said. But that's what I heard going around too that they want to be a supporters group, and if that's true, I think that's a little wild because to me, the badge before anything, the, the, the front of the jersey before yes. the back. That's just that's the meat off. But I don't I don't and, shame anybody, man. I want everybody to be a fan. Everybody jump on the bandwagon. I want that stadium to be as full and popping as possible. And and Broward Her- Broward Heron mentions here. I bet they're not going to be there after a month. I think they're going to be there after a month. I oh, think yeah, that they'll be here two and a half I think years. that everybody. I think every. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that after like a year and a half, two years, I think that the gas is going to eventually sort of disperse, and then they're not going to come. They're just going to sell their tickets or whatever. Here, look, the first year and a half, it's going to be Messi's here. We got to go see him. The last year is going to be Messi's retiring. We got to go see him. The two and a half years, everybody is going to go and be a Messi fan. I mean, look at this. Lucas is informing us a group of minimum 50 plus people. Am I going to start having to slash tires down in Florida City or what? Nah, I'm Look, just joking. You guys again, go out to the stadium. All fans go out to the stadium. We'll, we'll address the prices right now, Richard Greenberg. Uh, again, I, I don't, I don't mind there being new fans, and I don't mind that there's gonna be people just here for Messi. I don't mind that. I just thought that the supporters group thing I thought was weird. That's all. But I'm all for Messi fans showing up. Like I get it. I, I understand it 100. Look, I, I started watching Chelsea games because Pulisic went to play in Chelsea. And I don't give a crap about Chelsea. I really don't. But I wanted to see how Pulisic did. I was hoping that an American would finally succeed in Europe. And obviously he didn't. And now he's over in Italy. But that's fine. I, I you know, I, I understand it. I would never go and become a Chelsea fan. I would never go ahead and make a Pulisic supporters group. But then again, Messi is on another level than Pulisic. And, not, you know, yes. so it's different. All right. W- so go ahead. I want to mention something about Richard's comment so that way you can get right to it too. I didn't look too much into it, but within the last half hour, maybe 45 minutes ago, I looked at some of the seats and what is it? The, like the ADA seats, like the handicap seats right square in the middle of the field, those seats, a pair of them are selling for your firstborn child (laughs) for your firstborn child. You maybe can watch Messi play soccer on the 21st i um they aren't going for as expensive as a lot of people thought you're right richard, you're right Ankit. richard richard uh a lot of people thought that these tickets would be going for a thousand dollars and i don't know if it's something that the club did on purpose but they kept releasing tickets they didn't release them all at one time so they never sold out so therefore you can't overcharge for something that isn't sold out because people could just go on Ticketmaster or StubHub and get tickets easy, basically. So I don't think you're going to find the seat cheaper than $300 to the game. But some people were talking about, you know, eight, nine hundred, a thousand dollars, the cheapest seat in the house. And I don't think that that's going to be the case anymore. I, I really don't. I do think that the cheapest ticket will be three, four hundred dollars, give or take. Um, but I, I do, don't think that it's going to be as crazy as some people said. And there were some other people that were talking about how, oh, my God, look, that people are putting their tickets up for. What was it like twenty five thousand dollars? I remember we came on the show. We yeah. said that's ridiculous. Just because they put them at that price doesn't mean that they're gonna that's sell crazy. at that price. So yeah. it, it, it's it's not that serious. And but yes, the, the tickets are going for a lot cheaper than I thought. Now let's see if that stays the case once Messi kind of gets introduced with his 
jersey, right? Once that first picture comes out, I think oh. that that buzz might start up again. But until then, sure. we won't know. So we'll, we'll wait and see. All right. Um, all right. So let's move along. Uh, Chris had an interesting tweet uh, late last night. I retweeted it this morning about Diego Gomez. Uh, he is the new player that is, I don't, I just, I mean, Alex Winley said that he's coming. So I'm assuming he, I mean, he's coming. The central midfielder, 20 years old, and Chris wasn't happy about it. What are your thoughts, Chris, on Diego Gomez? So what I'm going to do right now is I'm just sort of going to filibuster just so that way I can be able to um, so I can be able to put this image up of okay. this guy, Diego, because guys, you guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. This guy's ranked 65, guys. He's barely silver. All right? All right but barely. <laughs> I'm going to have this FIFA discussion so with you, Chris. Excited. Chris, I'm going to have this FIFA discussion with you. Okay? I'm sorry if you guys aren't don't play this video is games. The guy that, FIFA's the video every, game for, uh, for, for soccer, and they rate every player basically in the world. And um, I'm going to have this discussion with you, Chris. I think, I think it's – You can it's, have it's, it. Okay. Let, let's have it. He's a 65 overall, Chris. This guy. This guy. He's yeah, 20 years right old. Here. He's 20 this years guy. old. Yeah. Chris, would you say Campana is a good player? Yeah, Campana is a good player. He's he's good. You know Campana is a DP of ours. Yeah, I know He's that. a 67 overall. So yeah, if but... you tell me that our DP is a 67 overall and we're getting – a young DP, a U22, basically. It's basically a young DP, right? Because he doesn't count against the cap after they, they take that small hit against the, the, the salary cap. You go ahead and you it's get him at 20 six, years six, old, Danny. and he's 65. He can just have a half-decent season and already, on FIFA terms, be considered better than Campana. I think you should be ecstatic that we are getting a player that's that young, expected to be good, and because it's Tata, you know it's Tata pulling the strings now. If Because it's Tata scouting and bringing him on, I am very excited about this. Extremely excited about this. Because I think that this is a great move to have somebody that Tata handpicks to join the team. Look at what he did with Amiron. He came, he balled, he gave Joseph his best season in his life, and then he went on to... Uh, was it, was it Newcastle? I forgot where he went. I'm sorry. But he went over to the English Premier League. This could be that case. Tata has a nose for talent in South America. And I am glad that Chris Henderson is now bringing these young players from South America. I think it's a great move. Listen, um, one thing I want to mention here, James, we're not even going to talk about this comment here. We're not. We're just gonna. We're just gonna ignore this just for the sake of my thank argument. You, thank you, James. Thank you. James. So we're no. You don't think for those listening. For existed. those listening on audio, no. because we do have a large portion of people that listen on audio. We are listening to in over twenty-five countries. Just figured I'd throw that out there since that's what Franco likes to do. We are listening to in over twenty-five countries and on Apple. So for those listening, Drake, our, our we think is one of the best five probably three goalies in the league, is rated at 59. So back to this FIFA debate that we're having with Chris. Drake, one of our best players, is rated at 59. So there you go, Chris. Don't take FIFA yeah, but that's too serious. 
Yeah, but that's because he had a bad haircut in the picture. That's why they ranked him 59. Okay. <laughs> they Let's saw it. They didn't bother to look at the highlight video. They okay, just said this guy that. has a terrible fade. Like, we got to <laughs> give this guy a 59. Are you kidding me? So, like, this guy here, Gomez, like, you got a 60 pass for a center midfielder, bro. Get out of here. You, 60 pass. You're 56 shooting. My one legged grandmother shoots better than you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're 20 years old and you have 73 pace. Get out. That's right. it. That's uh, my argument. That's my uh, argument, no, Danny. I, I, look, I, I, res you, I respect it. FIFA stats are rigged. I mean, listen, that's what I go by. Okay. And we got oh, Jordi Alba. Yep. Jordi Alba is an 85, Papa. That's what we got here, LaRue. That's why he's going to get an assist before Messi. You're kind of crazy. There's a comment here that I saw. Wait, wait, hold on. Ankit, okay, okay. Ankit brought up a comment saying a Cruz Azul player recently said in a press when asked about Messi, said he is just a normal player as others. Let's beat them by five goals, please. What? What player? I respect, I respect that. What? I mean, look, you, I get it. You, you can't don't go wanna, into this game wanna, with fear. I know you, but you don't want to acknowledge like, oh, we're gonna be playing Messi. Oh my God, I love Messi. I'm not gonna like, lie to you. If I was a Cruz Azul player, I'm going into Messi studs up as soon as I see him. So you're gonna, if I was a Cruz Azul player, you're gonna you're gonna end uh, you're gonna end a world beater's career is what you're gonna do. You're gonna be known no, for that you're, guy. You're not taking you're out his knees, but, but 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 you're, but you're going in rough on him. You're saying welcome to the Americas. Welcome to the, uh, but you have a Cruz Azul player telling him welcome to the Americas. I, I would expect like an MLS player to do that in an in MLS game. Look at this. Lucas is, I mean, what? what? You don't think that, you don't think you that are those, a savage, what, Danny. You don't think that that's what those players are thinking? You don't think that they're going to come out and make a point? They got, they're not going to, look, everybody knows what the star of the show is on that game. And I know Cruz yeah, is going to come out and they're going to be like, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, we're going to ball today. We're going to prove a point that, and we're going to make sure we take Messi, the, the shine away from Messi. We're going to beat this team's ass, right? That's why he said, let's put five on them. They're coming out here to kick our ass. I get it. But I do think they're going to come in rough on them. Th thank you. I, I believe. Oh, and that's what I was going to bring up. When David Beckham made his debut, I, I forgot who they played against, but they, they try to take him out. It's like welcome to the MLS. So I, I think that it's something. Look, I I agree. I I understand thinking of winning and not. And I don't think that they want to go ahead and end Messi's career. But I do think they want to go ahead and make a statement. So this, if this happens, this comment by Mike V, if Pizarro goes to Cruz Azul, I can a thousand percent bet he's that going he is going to. He, well, let's just say he goes to Cruz just for the sake of this little, you know, back and forth here, buddy. <laughs> let's just say he goes to Cruz. So I want to see him full blown like Shawn Michaels straight sweet chin music. Oh, but, but when I said it, it was horrible. No, nah, but I mean, I, I could picture the whole Pizarro sweet chin music like right in the chin. And I'm not saying that they're going into to, to end Messi's career, but I do think that you go in and you play a little rough with him. I, I do think that, that the refs are going to be quick to pull out that yellow card as soon as that first foul happens. But I do think you go in and you're a little rough with him when that first, that, that initial touch, I do think that that happens. Do I want it to happen? Obviously not. I don't want it to not. happen. But have you seen what 
the Mexican supporters did to in, in, against other Mexican supporters over there in Cali. They're like stabbing each other. These people are yeah. They 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 they, yeah. they make they, a they point. They take it real serious. Yeah, they, they take so, it real serious. The studs up. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't want it to happen. We out here. They out here catching bodies, guys. So let's All talk right. about the starting eleven. What it's gonna look like, Danny? Is it gonna be Dylan, Dylan, Dylan? Or um, like what what's what's the look here? And David and, and Miller's gonna be back, right? Well, Yedlin, well, by next you're talking about this Saturday. I'm talking about for, for the twenty first. Okay, for the every, 21st, everybody yeah. should everybody should be available. Everybody's gonna be back. Yes. Everybody should be available for the twenty first. Yeah. Um for the twenty first, I'm assuming Noah Allen obviously is gonna lose his spot to Jordi Alba if Jordi Alba's available. He's the only one that I'm in, I'm questioning just because of the fact that you know paperwork and his his newborn kid but if he's back i think he plays left back i think i still think that there's a good chance that ian frey takes kamal miller's starting job so ian frey christoph and then yedlin are at the right back right that's the back four well we have drake at goalie and then you have busquets and arroyo as your cdms right so double pivot so that's your six back there now the question is do you think that they play with two strikers or one striker I would think that they'd play with two strikers because now they have people that can actually pass the ball a little better. Because if they play, so they could potentially play a a four two two two, right? So they could have those four. They could have the double pivot with Busquets and Arroyo. Then they could have yeah. Messi and Diego Gomez playing the central midfield, and then they could have Campana and Joseph up top. Do you really think that the Diego Gomez won't start if they bring him in? Dude, you're really thinking that he's going to start over, like, Taylor? You think that he's going to start Taylor is not going to start on this team anymore. You think that he's not going to get the start? You think that this guy, Diego Gomez, number 65, if, is going to come in if, and start immediately? Let's say hypothetically. Let's say hypothetically. They go with one striker. Okay? Let's say hypothetically they go to one striker. I Ooh, honestly believe... I, yeah, I haven't heard anything about the Stefanelli injury. If they go with one striker, I think that they still go with the double pivot with Busquets and Arroyo. But it, I think it would be Messi, Diego Gomez, and I think it's Benjo Kramaski. I, I don't oh, oh, Kramaki, right? That's how he says it. Kramaki. I I don't think Robert Taylor sees the field, maybe as a sub, but I think Kramaki starts next to Messi and Diego Gomez. I think if Diego Gomez gets on this team, he starts immediately. Over Kermaki. Maybe not over Kermaki, not right away. But, I mean, I, I as much as I want to see a, a two-striker set, I, I think it might not happen. So I think you don't it might think not happen. That, yeah, you don't think it's going to come out to two strikers. You think it's just going to be the solo striker up top then? Yes, and I think Messi's going to be behind them, and then you have Kermaki out to the right, and Diego Gomez off to the left. That's what I, that's what I envision. Uh, Diego is a central midfielder, but I think he'll play up maybe close to the left. Uh, and yeah, that's how I see it. I think, I think that that's, that's what you're going to see. And I, I mean, like I said, I, I, always, we don't know, but um, have we heard anything about Sergio Ramos? Sergio Ramos, it, it was a, a fake rumor. Supposedly they never even reached out to him. Unfortunately, as much as it pains me, Sergio Ramos will not be on Inter Miami, at least not this year. And Mike V mentions here in the chat that they're going to be playing Campana. They're going to put Martinez on El Bencho. Because he's gonna cry to Daddy Tata and he'll get some time. Listen, I I don't I don't see 
I don't know, man. I'm thinking if we have two solid strikers in Campana and Joseph, why not start them in front of the best player on the planet right now? So my starting lineup to me would be, and I have no idea how you're starting Ian Frey over Miller because maybe it's just out of sight, out of mind with Miller because we haven't seen him play in a while. But like Miller was solid on defense. He was a good passer and pushing the pace as well. I think Ian Frey was, has been better. I think Ian Frey shows more upside in terms of, for for example, he's he's got a little bit more pace. He's a little bit more versatile in terms of he can move up the field a little bit more faster. You um, and I disagree so, on who's better right now, and that's fine. Yes. But let me let me let me uh, pose this question this way then: If you think Kamal Miller's a little better, I think Ian Frey's a little better. I don't think neither one of us think that either one of them is light years ahead of the other. Fair. No, no. Okay, mm -hmm. so fair. So we're both more or less on the same right. But if I were to tell you that Kamal Miller's contract ends at the end of this year and Ian Frey's with us for the future, do you think it's more beneficial for us to keep giving Ian Frey big minutes rather than Kamal Miller just because Kamal Miller's probably going to be gone next season? That I can see, especially because uh, Tata in one of his recent, in one of the interviews that he had yesterday, I believe, he mentioned the fact that he's really looking at these homegrowns right all the all the all the guys all the guys that are the, the young bucks and he really does see a lot of promise in them so i can't see that happening now do i think it's the right choice i don't know i think that it's better to play miller at this point than it is to play frey i think that it would be an, an advantage to bring frey in off the bench um but i think it's gonna be uh yedlin miller Kristoff, alba you have Arroyo, Busquets, you have pivot, Messi, okay. mm -hmm. you have Messi, you have Taylor, and then you have Kromaski, and then you'll have uh and then you'll have Joseph single striker. Yeah. As so a single you, striker. You got, you, you got Taylor starting over Diego Gomez. I, got, I don't even got Diego Gomez on this team, Danny. What are we doing? This guy. Look, I, I go by Alice Winley. If you don't follow her, go ahead. Her hair and outlet. She's awesome. She, she's usually on the money. She said he's coming. I think he's coming. U20, it's basically like a young DP. I think that he, if he comes, he plays. I, I, I want to mention something. Sean, thank you for joining, right? Sam Miller for the money. Thank you for joining. Get out. Okay? I'm just Supposedly joking, he wants Sean. to go you to Europe. Supposedly but, he wants to go to, to Europe. But you know what it is with selling Miller? Like we gave up a promising center midfielder in Duke, bro. But that, but like, look, imagine Miller was being a nice able return. To see Duke play with freaking Messi, bro. Duke wouldn't play with Messi. Where is he gonna play? Is he gonna ride on his back? Did he gonna play the same exact position? Duke wasn't gonna see the field. He couldn't even see the field when we had Pizarro at the ten. Duke, forget about Duke. Duke is a Canadian now. We don't care about. I know, Duke. bro. I know. Get him out. Come on, Miller is was not a throw-in he's a he's an all-star last year he's good but the reason that they got did that trade is for the allocation money that they got back they got like 1.8 million dollars back it was 1.3 1.8 million dollars back like they got a lot of money and i don't know if you guys have noticed but handle uses that allocation money he throws that thing around that's what's let us work under these sanctions because he keeps trading for all this money that lewis morgan trade got us over a million dollars in gam uh well, who else we we let go of um duke and, and there's a couple that are, are slipping my mind right now off the top of my head 
but we keep getting allocation money in these trades, and that's the biggest reason we let go of Duke was for the allocation money that we got in return. Now, Kamal yeah, Miller was yeah. great. He was a great, great to get him back. Awesome job by Hendo. But when Ian Frey is playing well and Kamal Miller wants to go ahead and play in Europe and his contract ends in a couple months, yeah. you let Ian Frey get the rest of the season and the future, I think, and especially to the fact that he has a homegrown contract and you don't have to pay him as much as everybody else. And that's, look, that's that's where I can agree with you and Sean. Thank so you. It's, it's a Mabika trade. Far, Thank you. It's it's not far-fetched for Sean to say what he's saying here where Frey is better than Miller. Miller wants to go to Europe. Um, also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's not far-fetched, Sean. The only thing is, is like, I'm just wondering where the headspace is at for Messi. Like, what does he want? Does he want, like, potential players? Does he want people that have this young upside, this, like, engine that never stops kind of deal or does he want like more you know uh you know better skilled players on the field he wants you know? he wants he, he wants skilled players yeah i mean but if he he's wants very skilled... aggressive but he, he's yeah. very aggressive and he, he his teams going by what tommy one time right because he's a big atlanta fan he watched yeah. data very closely for the two years that he was there he's very aggressive going forward but it's not necessarily a transitional offense. But you keep pushing forward. You touch the ball. You need tactical players that can go ahead and pass the ball and move it forward. A lot of forward accurate passes. And I think that you need skilled players for that. So although Robert Taylor is cute, right? I call him uh, Neymar Light. He's cute with the ball at his feet. He necessarily wouldn't work in, in something like that. I think that you need players like Busquets, like Messi. Like what I've heard from Diego Gomez, the little bit that I've heard is that he's good. So... Um, I, I'm not. I don't think that they're that they're looking deeply into the the pace. I would have mentioned Santi asked here: Is Gregory significantly better than Arroyo? Uh, Greg, Gre, Gregory defensively, is yes. But yeah, Gregory defensively is better. Gregory before he got injured was actually showing a little bit more promise on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and you know, Lucas, listen, what am I gonna do with this? Hendo been cooking. Lucas, he had nothing to do with the messy deal. He had nothing to do with Busquets. He had nothing to do with don't, Alba. Don't take, don't, don't, don't take credit away from Chris Henderson because all those he's trades. He's moving pieces. Yeah, he's but, but moving that, pieces. But that's the only way you can get a Jordi Alba. That's the only way you can have money to buy down a Gregory to bring in a Busquets. Like, I understand that, it, that all that allocation money kind of, like, isn't really focused on too much. But yeah, that, in the MLS... When you have a salary cap, that's that's very important. And Hendo's been cooking because he's been getting all that money back. So uh, I I give Hendo plenty of credit. look. He's been you know what he's been doing. He's in the kitchen and he's using the minimum uh, ingredients to make great appetizers. So that way the main cooks can come through and serve tremendo entrees. Okay, and tremendo for everybody is tremendo. Okay, that's it. Google it. Well, this show has been a hot mess because we've just been all over the place, but we appreciate it's been everybody fun, in the though. chat. It has. Yes. It has. All right. So, Sunday, the unveiling, right? They said that there's an unveiling, but they refuse to say the name, which means that there's no pen to paper yet. That's what basically, that's yes. why they haven't announced the names. But we know who's coming. We know what artists are supposedly going to be around. Chris, what are you expecting on Sunday? When does the event even begin? Because I thought it was 8 o'clock, but then I got my email and it says 6 o'clock. Is this going to be like one of those concerts when you show up 
and it's like eight yes. o'clock, but the artist doesn't show up until like ten o'clock because I'm gonna be. Of pissed. course, you think nah, Bad Bunny is gonna be rolling in at five o'clock? Bad Bunny, well, Bad Bunny but, but, can keep but, going back yeah. to Puerto Rico. He doesn't need to stop here if he's not gonna respect us. I don't want to see his ass. I'm not showing up at eight o'clock and waiting until ten o'clock to see somebody. Yeah, I'm not doing that either, but. You know, my my wife, she brought up the idea or we were talking about the idea of what if Messi uh, decides to sign the contract like in the middle of the of the field, like in the reveal, like sign the agreement right there. Right. Uh, That would be Uh, insane. So, the okay, I don't know if they're allowed. I mean, I guess they would. I don't know how that works. Would they have to wait until that pen to paper <laughs> happens and then they can start selling his jerseys at the team store? Like, are they going to be like really like uh, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Like, imagine uh, everybody gets into the stadium and there's no messy paraphernalia. Everybody sits down and in that 20 minutes, they just fill the stores and then they have him sign the contract, the half field. And then everybody leaves their seats and they see a bunch of messy, messy stuff. That would be great. Because apparently one thing that I, I, I know my wife read online, she said that she saw that I guess this was going to be some sort of like a halftime show for one of the Gold Cup games on Saturday. The, the Sunday. So the I Gold Cup that, game is on oh, Sunday. And because Sunday, they thought yes. that the USA might make it, I don't know what the game's looking like right now, but they thought that USA would be in the final so that they would give some t- a part of the presentation during the halftime on either Fox or or one of those other networks. So, yeah, that, that's what they were discussing. I don't know if that's accurate, though. But imagine, like, halftime, they break into halftime for this for this uh, Gold Cup game, and then you see Messi signing a paper, like, on the grass in the middle of the field, like in a Sharpie. Look at, Yes, Mike V, this is perfect. Signing the agreement in blood. While Bex wears a Maleficent costume, you are, that is the dime of the day, Mike. You, my friend, are getting a prize. I don't know what it is, but you are getting a prize at some point. All right. Um, I, I'm wondering. Oh, my God. Imagine like. this. This is like rustling stuff. Esteban Dito <laughs> throwing in. Imagine, imagine Ronaldo shows up and crashes the party like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, that would be insane. Um, look, Panama 2-1 so I don't even know if, if how much attention that, that final is going to get if USA loses to Panama yeah. Um, I'm expecting a lot of security I'm expecting the traffic to be a nightmare and I'm expecting that event that shouldn't take more than an hour or two to go like four hours Jesus Christ now you said 2-2 two, two. I'm missing, I'm missing Lewis, the Lucas, game of the year you are the, you are the greatest play-by-play person of all time Lucas. you keep that up <laughs> So I'm expecting Sunday to be very interesting, but definitely worthwhile. I'm waiting to see if they release tickets. They said that they might have some more tickets available, but they might be for sale. I know that if you're a yeah. holder, you get them for free. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the mediums in wild and all that stuff. But lost in messy week is the fact that we still have a regular season game to play the day before, which nobody yes. seems to care about. I think if you were to tell Inter Miami fans that you could just skip the game, everybody would be okay with it because absolutely nobody's talking about the St. Louis game on Saturday. But I think imagine we- imagine how Indiana Vasilev feels about this, right? Like he got dealt. He's over there. And like he's been he's got this game circled on his calendar. All of a sudden Messi comes and just poo-poos on his parade. 
because nobody cares about Vasilev anymore, right? I mean, yep. other than Trav. Trav, <laughs> if you're listening, you're the only person that I think that cares about this game. All right. Uh, so let's talk about uh, St. Louis. Um, and Lucas uh, mentioning that uh, USA saved the penalty. Panama stinks. Uh, what are you thinking about this game on Saturday? I, I well, I'll start off real quick with we said that in the final four games we needed three points, so we needed one win out of the last four games. We ended up getting three draws in a row, so we got the three points anyway. So anything I think right now would be a cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really hoping that we can get at least a point out of this. Uh, and but before I give my prediction, Chris, what do you think about this game? Uh, you know, let me. I when I was watching, let me think about the past because I remember in the beginning when St. Louis was playing and they were on fire. This guy Klaus, like he scared the daylights out of me. This guy was just scoring goals like a monster, but apparently he's been injured for some time. Um. I know that there's been some healthy contribution from some of the other players. I know I sound like I just I'm breaking down like St. Louis City FC history here, but I, I'm not too knowledgeable on what they've been doing. But they've been doing good enough that they're I think they're in first place, if I'm not mistaken. In the um, West. They are first place in the West. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't see us winning this game. It's in St. Louis. All these players, all they're thinking about right now is Messi. Like, there's no – I mean, maybe I'm wrong because, obviously, they want to stay focused for the game. Listen, if they get a, if they get a tie, I would, be, I would be fine with that. See, last game, I wasn't okay with it because we should have won that game. But if we get a tie in this game, I would be okay with it, especially since we're facing against Indiana Vasilev's St. Louis FC team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sean mentions it here in the chat. A draw here would be a win. Um. Yeah, Sean, I know it's the only time you'll say that. It's the only time I'll say that, it too. I hate ties. Uh, Lucas chiming in, it's 3-3, talking about draws. So far, 3-3 and penalties. Um, oh, well, and now he Saint, just updated us. 4-3 USA. St. Louis plays later tonight against LAFC, so I do think that they're going to be playing yep. a lot harder for tonight than they will against for Saturday. Um, yeah. and, and looking at St. Louis, they started off hot. But when you look at the competition that they've played, they haven't beat anybody of much significance recently. The yeah. best teams that they beat were literally in the beginning of the season when they beat Portland isn't good this year either. The only teams that they've beat that were impressive were Cincinnati on April 15th. They beat them 5-1, to one, which is a very impressive win. But other than that, they've beat Sporting KC. Everybody beats them. They beat Chicago. Chicago, they're not good. They beat Vancouver, they're not good. Houston's like ace place in the West. Like St. Louis has benefited from playing teams like Real Salt Lake for playing against. They've played twice against um, yeah. San Jose. They played twice against Sporting KC. So, I mean, you beat the teams that are in front of you. But honestly, St. Louis doesn't scare me. I think that Inter Miami is going to go ahead and win Tata's first game. I, I'm going to say that they're going to win 2-0. Uh, Ooh, that's bold, dude. No, that's it's not bold. Data's going to make a difference. The team's going to come out with more energy because Data's on the sideline. Messi debuts the next day. Uh, if St. Louis somehow wins today or, or loses, it doesn't matter. They're going to be tired from the LAFC game. And they haven't been very impressive over the last couple months. They, they've only beat up on Sporting KC and Vancouver and teams like that. 
They lost to Nashville. They lost to uh, who else was that? They, they don't play anybody good. They lost to Portland. Th- this team is overrated, in my opinion. So I think we're going to beat them, and that's my that's I, my story. I'm sticking to it. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be two one. Inter Miami wins. Like I said, I'd be happy with a tie, but I think we're going to win two one. And the only reason I'm going to give them a goal in difference to what you're saying is because St. Louis, I think they have the highest percentage of points throughout the season goal difference. they've scored yeah that they've had no i think they've scored by average like the most points per game yeah in the okay. whole league yes now uh, so uh, like and, they're and a force. And they're like they're not okay. pushovers no don't don't give them too much credit so what happened with that scores per game is that they scored four on sporting casey yeah they sport they scored four against real salt lake um so they've put up a, a, a lot of goals on these sorry-ass teams, which has inflated their stats. And then they yes, did score five against sure. Cincinnati, which was impressive. So in yes. those three games, they had uh, eight, five, 13 goals in three games. So that inflated those numbers. So I'm letting you know, don't be scared of St. Louis. Um, and the USA has just been eliminated from the Gold Cup. So maybe we'll even get Yedlin on Saturday. Listen, no, it's, it's uh, Lucas, Lucas, don't apologize. You are the hero for tonight. And just just because of everything that you've done, you're going to get a round of applause, my friend. Okay? For updating everybody here in the chat of what's going on with the Gold Cup game. St. Louis in the first because the West has been a mess overall. Because we have teams in the East that are well over 40 and then 40 points. And then there's only, I mean, I guess you could say it's parity, but there's nine points between the, sorry, 10 points between the eighth seed and the first seed. So they're, they're pretty close together. So definitely. Um, Yedlin is coming back early, but I doubt he plays on Saturday. He he can't have, that's too quick of a turnaround. Yeah, it is. All right, and Chris. Sean. By the way, since you have such a strong opinion on 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 trip well, on Burhalter, right? I think that uh, that Ben agrees with his with his opinion, right, Danny? Yes, one of our original battered herons absolutely hates Burhalter. Yes, oh. yes. All right. Well, if you are listening on audio, we do appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. I know today was a little bit of a, of a weird episode, but it was. A, I mean, it's just messy mania, right? It's a lot of just Who cares, messy talk. bro. Uh, if you're watching on, if you're watching on YouTube and you watch it all the way to the end, we appreciate you hit that like and subscribe button. And if you are in the chat right now, as always, we appreciate you, Lucas. Thank you for the updates. We appreciate you guys. You guys are always always are the best part of the show. So we appreciate everybody in here. Chris, anything else for the people? Get a fucking shirt, batterfans.com. <laughs> this messy shirt, you can find it there along with other shirts like what Danny is wearing. Show some love. And everybody's got a thumb. Like and subscribe. Move that thumb up. Press that subscribe button. Press the thumbs up button. Don't be lazy, guys. All right? And if any of you guys are season ticket holders, we'll be seeing you guys on Sunday because everybody's going to be out there for the festivities. So definitely excited. And uh, I just saw one quick last comment that just popped up. Yes, we were actually going to head over to the Hard Rock and try the new Messy Burgers. We are, Chris's son has been dying to try it, so we're thinking of going out there. We might even videotape it since we're out there. Might as well just let everybody know what it tastes like and what it looks might like well. and, and all that good stuff. So, 
we'll see. Uh, that, that's the plan. And again, appreciate you guys for listening all the way to the end. And we will catch you guys on the next one.